Hello and welcome everyone. This is Ready to Retail. Walking into a retail store, sometimes I wonder, how on earth did they come up with their displays? How did they figure out how to lay out their stores? And who on their team pulls it all together? What about you? Do you ever look at a store and wonder these things? Do the teams get rewarded for making sure all of their stock is in the right place? Well, cue the retail rewards and the visual merchandising teams. Hi, everyone, and welcome. This is Ready to Retail, and I am Joan. As you might have guessed, this week we're going to be talking all things retail rewards. That's right. It's 2022 and we're back at it, offering you some fun insights into the Spotlight Challenge and really diving into the merchandising action plans, when to use them, and really, what are they? To help us out with this, we had the opportunity to speak with Angela Slack, the Retail Rewards Program Analyst, and we were also joined by Peter Malloy, one of the retail experience coordinators that work with our post offices. And what you might notice as you go through today is the voice of our newcomer on the Retail Rewards podcast, Katie Lewis. We spoke to Peter about how your team can use merchandising action plans to improve the merchandising in your post offices. Uh, My name's Peter Malloy. I started with Australia Post in 1986 as a postal clerk. So um, I started on Sydney's North Shore, so I've been around quite a long time. Um, you know, around the early 90s, I got into doing the merchandising role and that's since transformed into this role, which is now a retail experience coordinator. Thanks for joining us, Peter. First up, for those who don't know out there, could you tell us a little bit about the merchandising action plans and how they're used in our post offices? Well, you know, in Australia Post, we love acronyms, um, but MAP stands for um, Merchandise Action Plan, which is essentially the go-to guide about how to get the most out of displays for the promotion um, in your store and how to get the best revenue hitting your shop as well. Um, and there's map guides for you know window furniture, two ways, all different types of furniture, and they're all available on POP. So if you want to go to POP and have a look at um, the, any map, they're all there for you to have a look at. Merchandising action plans are a fantastic tool for any post office, but there are also some rewards you can get for using them in your outlet. We spoke to Angela Slack to find out a little more about it. Welcome and thank you for joining us, Angela. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and when you joined Australia Post? Uh, Well, I started with Australia Post in the year 2000, working in credit management. And then I moved into the retail products team in 2007 and then on to retail rewards in 2014. Now, let's talk a little bit about retail rewards. Chris Roach has joined us on Ready to Retail a couple of times to talk about it, but we wanted to talk with you about the Spotlight Challenge. Look, what is it and how does it work for our post offices? There's two parts to our Spotlight Challenge, a sales challenge supporting the catalogue or business focus and a photo challenge where outlets show us their in-store displays supporting the sales challenge or the latest catalogue. All right, so how do the post offices actually get involved in the Spotlight Challenge itself? Well, first of all, they need to check the map. Uh, We include the details of the Spotlight Photo Challenge at the end of the map, letting corporates know which displays we'd like to see that month. And then they should follow the guidelines in the map set up their displays and get snappy. Where possible, we try to keep the same focus for both corporates and LPOs, uh, but because we want everyone to have the opportunity to participate, we often give LPOs a more suitable focus like Bank at Post. 
LPOs should check their monthly target sheet for their focus. Um, and then photos are uploaded to our rewards community, an online platform for outlets to share their photos and stories. Okay, so often I like to have a bit of fun with things. Is there some freedom for our teams to get creative with their photo submissions? <laughs> We're like a mullet, business at the front, party at the back. <laughs> We've seen it all and we love and encourage teams to be creative and have fun for back office activities like the upcoming International Women's Day and Harmony Week. However, the Spotlight Photo Challenge is really about ensuring consistency in our brand and across all our outlets. That's why we want teams to follow the map when setting up their displays. We asked Angela if she had any hints and tips for post offices submitting their Spotlight Challenge photos. I'd really say just follow the map and get the basics right, like ticketing and using the POS correctly. Uh, Not all POS suits all outlets, so don't feel the need to make it work in your store, particularly if it's a piece of POS uh, designed for a set piece of furniture like the two-way wings. And above all, make sure it's safe for customers and our team members. We'll be back with Ange a little later to tell us about a special offer for Ready to Retail listeners. Make sure you stick around to hear those details. Okay, Peter, we've already heard from Angela about our monthly spotlight challenges and how post offices can get involved. We know the visual merchandising team has a hand in putting all of these together, but could you tell us a little bit more about the role the visual merchandising team actually plays? Well, the visual merch team, they produce the maps, um, so they do get the maps ready for everyone to use. Um, What our team, the experience team, does is we review the maps and then what we do is we can we provide advice to stores how to get the best out of the maps and how they can achieve the best results. Um, and then we also have the, the, the wonderful task of um, looking at everyone's great photos that they send in and then um, working out whether they get retail rewards from those photos or not. Peter mentioned a little earlier that he'd spent some time in our post offices checking out their visual merchandising. We asked him if he could tell us what he thought our post offices should be focusing on in terms of merchandising. Well, well, the first thing I think any manager or staff member should do is stand at the front of the shop and have a look at it through a customer's eyes and just see what a customer sees. You know, can they see the point of sale? Is the new product grouped together um, in an eye-catching display? Is everything ticketed? You know, is point of sale up to date? And I think that's the first step you you kind of take when you're looking at a shop. And and the other thing I mentioned briefly then was ticketing, is to check your ticketing and make sure that's all up to date, that your clearance stories being told that you've got using all the clearance point of sale to highlight that product because as you know Joan everyone loves a bargain. I know I love a bargain now you mentioned merchandising zones a little bit earlier could you tell us about what these are? Yeah so every floor plan now should be colored coded with merchandise zones so zones so these zones highlight where the best locations are for product within your store so on your floor plan you should have a green zone which highlights the the, the new where the new product should go and they're the best locations. You also have a red zone for everyday merch. And then your clearance zone, which is yellow, is usually not the best spot in the shop because there's only a couple of, the, of times during the year where we highlight clearance during the mega sales to clear through the stock after Christmas. Um, so that is the yellow zone within the shop. Are the zones something that applies to all post offices? In general, that's just our corporates, um, but it is something that licensees can use as a tool as well. And and when we do the training, we quite often talk to licensees about you know, how they can work out the zones within their stores as well. 
Excellent. It's great to see that everyone is able to use these tools. Now, back to maps again, and not Google, but merchandising action plans. Um, Do you have any tips for our post offices to help them get those retail rewards? So for the photos, I think the best thing you can do is read the map and have a look at what the map actually asks for. So if the map asks for a a photo of a two-way, a certain merchandise display, that's what you send the photo in of. Um, you don't. Um, you can send a photo of your book display if that's what's shown in the map. So try and get as close to what's in the map as possible and what the example they have as possible. And there's also some hints and tips within the map. So if you're following those hints and tips on your photos that you send in, um, that's going to almost you know guarantee your point. That's some fantastic advice on how you can ensure that you maximize your chances of scoring those retail rewards. Now, as promised, Anne shares a special offer with us that sounds particularly exciting. We've got a special offer for our listeners. Go to our page on POP and type in this key phrase for your chance to win a special prize for your outlet. The phrase is, follow the map. Check the entry form for terms and conditions and don't tell anyone the key phrase. They'll have to listen to this podcast for their chance to win. We'd like to thank both Angela and Peter for sharing their insights and inspiring us to jump on board with the Retail Rewards Program and really how to get involved. Plus, remember, the Retail Rewards team is offering bonus points and prizes to you, our listeners. All you have to do is go to the Retail Rewards page on POP and type in the key phrase shared by Ange in the podcast this week. If you'd like to touch base with the Retail Rewards team, jump straight to the show notes in the bio for all their information. If you'd like to ask the Retail Academy team about anything we've mentioned in this podcast or suggest something we could discuss here on Ready to Retail, you can contact our team on retailacademy at auspost.com.au. To keep up to date with all future episodes, remember all you need to do is subscribe to our channel. I'm Joan and this has been Ready to Retail. This episode of Ready to Retail has been produced by both Glenine Kelly and Katie Lewis and edited by Cubed Media, hosted this week by Joan Laurie.